Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Bake Your Damn Bed podcast. Today is day three of Oops All Bonobos. Yesterday, we talked about bonobo biology. Today, we're talking about culture. And the formal definition of culture is the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular group. This is the day-to-day practices, the norms that we adopt based on what we've seen others do. From Wikipedia, Primatologist Franz de Waal states bonobos are capable of altruism, compassion, empathy, kindness, patience, and sensitivity. And he described bonobo society as a gynocracy, which is more commonly known as a matriarchy, or a social system in which positions of dominance and authority are primarily held by women. In broader sense, it can also extend to the moral authority, the social privilege, and control of the property. Primatologists who have studied bonobos in the wild have documented a wide range of behaviors, including aggression and more cyclic sexual behaviors similar to chimps, even though bonobos are prone to show more sexual behavior in a greater variety of relationships. Some primatologists have argued that DeWall's data reflects only the behaviors of captive bonobos, suggesting that wild bonobos show levels of aggression closer to what is found among chimpanzees. But DeWall has responded that the contrast and temperament between bonobos and chimps observed in captivity is meaningful because it controls for the influence of environment. The two species behave quite differently, even if kept under identical conditions. 
A 2014 study also found bonobos to be less aggressive than chimpanzees, particularly eastern chimpanzees. The authors argued that the relative peacefulness of western chimpanzees and bonobos was primarily due to ecological factors. Bonobos will warn each other of danger more efficiently than chimpanzees in the same situation. But what's interesting is that bonobos are unusual among apes for their matriarchal social structure. And listen, from what I've read, there is a lot of overlap between the male and female hierarchies, which leads some to refer to them as a more gender-balanced power structure, but we're just going to refer to it as matriarchal because it's the closest we've got right now, and I'm going to hang on to it. But bonobos don't have defined territories, and their communities will travel over a wide range. So due to the nomadic nature of the females and evenly distributed food in the environment, males don't really gain any obvious advantage by forming alliances with other males or by defending a home range, as chimpanzees will. Female bonobos possess sharper teeth than female chimpanzees, further fueling this status in the group. Although a male bonobo is dominant to a female in a dyadic interaction, basically a one-on-one social interaction, whether that be with a family member, a friend, a co-worker, or a romantic partner. Depending on the community, socially bonded females may be co-dominant with males or dominant over them. At the top of the hierarchy is a coalition of high-ranking females and males, typically headed by an old, experienced matriarch who acts as the decision-maker and the leader of the group. Female bonobos typically earn their rank through experience, age, and ability to forge alliances with other females in the group rather than physical intimidation, and top-ranking females will protect immigrant females from male harassment. While bonobos are often called matriarchal, and while every community is dominated by a female, some males can still obtain high ranks and act as coalitionary partners to the alpha female, often taking initiative and coordinating movements. These males can outrank not only other males in the group, but also females, so it's not always purely matriarchal. Certain males alert the group to any possible threats, protecting the group from predators. And here's the thing. Because of this dynamic, aggressive encounters between males and females are really rare. Males are tolerant of infants and juveniles, and a male derives his status from the status of his mother. The mother-son bond often stays strong and continues throughout life, and although the son of a high-ranking female may outrank a lower female, rank does play a less prominent role than it does in other primate societies. Relationships between different communities are often positive and affiliative, and bonobos are really not territorial at all. Bonobos are also really generous. They like to share food with others, even unrelated strangers. And I didn't know this, but bonobos exhibit neoteny or pedomorphism, which is also called juvenilization, which is the delaying or slowing of the aging process. Basically, it retains its infantile physical characteristics and behaviors, which greatly inhibits its aggression, and it enables unfamiliar bonobos to freely mingle and cooperate with each other. But here's where it gets juicy. Males engage in lengthy friendships with females, and in turn, female bonobos prefer to associate with and mate with mates who are respectful and easygoing around them. 
Because female bonobos use alliances to rebuff coercive and domineering mates and select mates at their own leisure, they show preferences for males who are not aggressive. So naturally, the culture of male bonobos is less aggressive because they are not rewarded socially. Aging bonobos do lose their playful streak and they become noticeably more irritable in old age, but both sexes do have a similar level of aggressiveness in general. And I find that to be fascinating. To understanding our own levels of aggressiveness and how culture plays a role in the way we perceive aggression. Tomorrow, I'm going to dig into my own thoughts on it, but I wanted to share just the historical context first before I could throw in my own two cents. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.